so embarrassing, but I'm going to tell you guys a story of how I got divorced and kind of fell apart and went to a female prostitute. Oh, <laughs> and then shit. she came to my show at Cobb's Comedy Club a week later. What? <laughs> yes. So you went to a female prostitute? I did. I I was really, I, um. So you were, da- y'all were dating? <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. You know gotcha. what? She made me feel better than anyone I've ever dated and definitely the guy I married. So Nice. Okay. Yes. So how, so y'all got divorced and then after so how long divorced. did you meet her? So uh, the the backstory on my divorce okay. is my husband couldn't get it up around me. He would not have Whoa. sex. Yeah. So it was, and, and we were together for 12 years. So it was mm. really traumatic. Yeah. So um, I, I, that happening for years and years will leave yeah. you kind of fucked up. Yeah. So but I, even if he was going with age and it was a health thing. No, you know? no. No, I so yeah. There's there's a lot of they have pills for that. Nope, did not work. Damn. So I tried to help you though. Yeah, no, no. Trust me that <laughs> wow. there was there was some effort in there. Gotcha. So by the time we broke up, I was feeling horrible, mm. um, but was still like trying to be positive. Like oh, he's you know he's just depressed or whatever. And then um, he moved out, and he used Apple TV to stream screenshots of sex messages with another girl to my living room TV. What? After so, y'all divorced or no, broke up I, or like, separated? After or we, yeah, we, gotcha. we were just like taking a break. So it wasn't a, an easy, smooth So I came home thing. alone, like, and I was just, you know, lonely and not feeling good to begin with and yeah. turn on my TV and it was the like most graphic sex messages. What? And I Like, was, I want to do this. I want to look at It was like, it opened with, I miss your yummy hard cock in my mouth. And Damn. then it went from there. Damn. And it was horrible. And I knew as soon as I saw it, I was like, he did this on purpose. That's like, it's his way of being like, look, I'm like so much better off. But guys, you. guys cheat horribly though. So we also could have just fucked that up and just nope. So got there by accident because we nope. suck at everything. So especially li- listen to this. <laughs> you have not heard the whole story. Okay. So, um, you know, it was traumatic, and it, deep down inside, I was like, I I know he did this on purpose. We he's a type A lawyer. He mm. set up. The Apple TV. I know he noticed what he's doing. Gotcha. And um, after about a month, I sent him pictures of everything on the TV and was like, stop doing this and you suck at sexting. And I was talking about it on stage. And he responded to that. So he knew exactly what was coming into my TV. And he responded with um, pictures of a trip to Vegas with another girl. So that came into my TV. And that was after I told him, like, stop doing this. So he knew it was happening. And in kind of a crazy twist, uh, right before, before I moved to Las Vegas in the shutdown, the the girl from the Vegas pictures saw me on a Zoom show and saw, random. Me, saw me making fun of him and oh, reached out to shit. me. And we became friends. We FaceTimed. You and, and this chick. Yeah, and she's like, oh no, I he definitely knew what he was doing because we compared timelines and she's like, no, he told me about how his ex found some screenshots, but he claimed it was a setting thing, but then he sent the trip to Vegas. So I have confirmation that he was doing it on purpose. He didn't have a hard time getting through this separation, obviously. So, um, <laughs> and but then the best was at the end of the first time we ever talked, she goes, what the hell's wrong with this dick? And I was like, oh, oh my God, he told shit. me it was me. Okay. Oh, so it's a problem, not just for you. And it's, it's got so, a problem. But this is, Damn. but before I kind of circled back with her, I'm just sitting there feeling horrible. And I, it's just one of those things where it's like, there, there's worse breakups, there's worse stories, there's worse everything. But he 
knew what would make me feel the worst and did it. Yeah. And you know, when you're with someone for 12 years, yeah. you know how to get to yeah, them. Yeah, you do. My wife is watching this now. She's like, yeah, we do, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, we do. So, you know, the thing that made me like really spiral down was I was like, oh, this is the person I put everything right. into. And right. he, I f now feel the way he wanted to make me feel. Yeah. Like he knows yeah. what he was doing. So if it was yeah. someone I didn't know that well, they wouldn't have been able to get right. to me that way. But right. he, he knew but what he was But he was doing. hurt, man. He's got the floppy... Well, He's got the floppy flop. You know what I mean? That's that's the that's the most hurt any man could ever get. No I don't I don't know why you're defending him. But. <laughs> Not defending him. I'm just saying that boy was hurt. Well, whatever. so he tried to inflict so, hurt. So was I. So yeah. um, I'm not in a good place. So I'm yeah. like uh, just feeling horrible. And then I was trying to date, and it was awful. And I go on these dates with guys, and I'm like trying to neg me, and I'm yeah. like, no, like you can't yeah. do that. It was terrible. Getting back into the dating field after that long term, I can imagine it could because I'm nightmare. I'm married now, and I can only imagine. It's like, man, dating seems so different now. Everybody's. Fucking everybody. It's there's awful. Tinder. There's Mina. Yeah. There's Sausage Dion. Everybody's to, for everybody. And to try to get back into dating when you're feeling that horrible, yeah. like physically, was yeah. like a, probably a big mistake. But like I was. I, so you weren't feeling confident about yourself in terms. You thought you thought maybe there's something about me or. It's so weird. It's hard to explain because it wasn't. Um, it wasn't like if like I thought like sure. I, I could look in the mirror and be like okay I look fine but right. the way I felt inside yeah. like yeah. It just like I could walk down the street and feel like I was getting rejected just because yeah. of everything that was going yeah, on yeah. and I just I was kind of spiraling down and I think at some point I just had this thought like oh man I wish I was a guy like a guy would just go to a strip club right. and get some titties in his face <laughs> like you they pay girls to be nice to them right. and I'm like well that's what I need and then I'm like well, I could do that. Like, have yeah. a job. You know, I can I can do that. Yeah. So then I'm like... You went to the strip club. No, so I'm like, okay, well, maybe wow. I go to the strip club and I get, like, a, a paid girlfriend. And then I'm like, well, why am I going to bother doing that? I should just get a prostitute. Yeah. So then I am like, okay, I got to get... I'm going to get, like, a high-end escort. Ooh, and I need another round. <laughs> I need another round. <laughs> so horrible. This is Vegas. So, this so, is Vegas, right? But I'm just living in San Francisco. I'm like, you know. Oh, this is the same friend. Yeah, is, and okay, I'm, cool. I'm at the time, and I'm like, I met my husband in law school. Like, wow. and when we broke up, um, I, we had, you know, like 12 years worth of mutual lawyer friends, wow. and I stopped talking to all of them because I was like, I don't want mutual friends. Right. I don't want anyone to know what I'm, what, what state right. I'm in and giving them information. and. Right. You know, there was one couple I stayed in touch with, and then it turned out the guy was feeding him information, calling him, telling him where I was, and just so you know, you can't you can't move on, you can't live. So with you, that kind of shit I stuff. cut everyone off, so it was just a mess. Like yeah. my whole support system was gone. So I start researching. I finally find like this escort site, and I start, you know, researching. Don't plug them because our listeners are like, <laughs> which one was it, girl? <laughs> Tell me, bitch, because I'm finna cut my man off too. Okay. So I start researching them, and I have like. Um, you know, I've, I've saved the profiles, a couple people and I'm coming back to them the next day and I, I keep coming back to this one profile and I'm like, all right, Vanessa, we'll make an appointment with Vanessa. Yep. So I, um, I call, I pick up a phone, I call her and I'm don't even know. You get like, straight to her? I just get straight to her wow. and I'm like, I don't know. I've never done this before. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. My husband wouldn't have sex with me. Like, I'm right. just like, I'm kind of like Come touch me, Vanessa. <laughs> so she's like, okay, um, you know, are you free tomorrow at like seven? I'm like, yeah, she's like, okay, I'll text you the details. Mm. And then the first thing that happens is Vanessa does not text me. And I'm like, 
You're like, no! Ghosted by a hooker. And the only person who knows I'm doing this is my friend Samantha. And (laughs) I'm calling Samantha and I'm like, I I got ghosted by a hooker and I didn't even send her a picture. Like, I don't even know like what's happening. And so the next day I follow up and she texts me the info and I'm like, okay, it's on. And then I completely panic because I'm like, I don't know how to go. Of course, to a how do you prepare for this shit? Right. I don't know how to go to a prostitute, <laughs> but I need to be her favorite client ever. Like right. I'm like, like total type A, like right. student. Like I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what I do to be her favorite, but I've I've got to try. Right. So I um, you know, gotta like go get cash for her, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, okay, well, what do I put the cash in? And all I have is like I have a home office, and I'm like I have a white business envelope, and. I, I don't know, this was like so crazy, but I'm like, well, she sent me all these emojis, so a business envelope just doesn't feel right. Right, right. So I go to a stationery store. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you went to a stationery store to make the envelope cute? Oh my gosh. So this is I, next level sweetness. I'm like sweating <laughs> in the stationery store, like doing laps, trying to find like the right card for my right. prostitute who I haven't met yet. Oh my gosh. Somebody's like, can I help you, ma'am? Yeah, You're like, they, ah, and I ah. kept panicking. Like, right. they're like, do you need help? And I'm like, no. Everything's fine. And I'm like, they don't have a pay your hooker card section. Like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, just totally panicked. And I'm, and I, the point of paying someone is that you don't have to worry about this, but I cannot turn that part of my brain off. So I'm like, isn't it? So I finally find this like blank, sparkly flower card. And I'm like, I feel like it has the right tone. It goes with the emojis she sent me. So I feel like Vanessa will like this card. And I put the money in and I leave it blank and I'm like, Vanessa can reuse the card if she would like. Like right, I'm just is. such a crazy person. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. So I love hard. this story. This, this is, is dope. So embarrassing. So when I'm just in like a, a panic, like I'm like, I will be the perfect John. Like I will. Right. And so, but I don't know how to do it. So I've got the card ready and all this. I have her address and like I arrive early. And, um, she's in a good area location. Yeah, no, I know. Like she's in this like building with a view of the Bay bridge. Like I'm like, I know this building. Okay. I'm good. And then, um, in the midst of my divorce, I started clothing shopping, like a psychopath. Like I literally, my, I FaceTime with my brother one time and he's just like, why are you dressed? Like you're trying to marry a 25 year old SoundCloud (laughs) rapper. And I'm like wearing all these bright clothes. I throw all my clothes. Like I went shopping. I was just when I was living like I was like a newly signed rapper. Like I just was like, I have all this, I have savings because I thought I was going to like buy a condo and maybe have kids, but none of that's happening. Right. So, so instead, you're like, fuck it, I'm going to do me. I'm like buying right. clothes. Like I'm just <laughs> crazy. I'm totally, totally out of my mind. <laughs> so I go, um, I arrive and I text her and I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, walking to your door. She's like, okay, what are you wearing? And I realize I'm like wearing literally the least subtle outfit of all time. I'm wearing this silver puffy jacket with like a hood. It looks like I'm like trying to go to outer space. Yeah, like, that sounds like some Puff Daddy shit. I think I've seen that in a video he did. like not what a hooker wants someone to wear showing up to her apartment. Wow. Like I look like I look like I'm trying to be a pimp. Like it's completely right. You're about to meet a pimp. And so I'm I'm just I'm like she's like oh yeah like um I'll come down to meet you. What are you wearing? And I'm like oh no, I wore the wrong outfit. And I'm like, I'm I'm wearing a silver puffy jacket. It looks like I'm trying to go to the moon. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, the security cameras are just going to flag me for any reason now. But Vanessa was super cool about it. So she comes okay. down to meet me and I'm like, so nervous. Like, I'm like, shit. hey, how's it going? Like, and I, when I get nervous, I get, um, 
Like I'm like almost like formal. Like I'm like, yeah. it's so nice to meet you. Like I feel like I'm like meeting my grandmother's right. friends. Trying or to be on your best behavior. <laughs> yeah, so Hello. I'm not talking too much. I'm talking too much. I'm totally trying to be on my best behavior. Like dress like a crazy person. Right. Meeting my female prostitute because my husband left me because his dick didn't right. work. Like I'm just such a mess. And so um I go up to her apartment and she has like this nice view of the Bay Bridge, like this, you know, studio apartment. Nice. I feel special. Okay. And there's like a massage table with like a mirror by it wow. and then a bed and a chair. She's like, okay, well, why don't you sit down and tell me what's going on? And I sit down. Oh shit. I think I know where this is going. Another round, another round. And I just <laughs> start sobbing. Mm. Like I just start crying oh my like, god just ugly crying like i'm oh like just crying and i'm like i you know tell her what happened to my husband and then i'm like and here's what's happening with like guys now and i'm like i just can't figure out how to get myself out of this i can't i can't get myself out i don't i don't know what to do and um I think I just cried so much and so ugly. Like it hit the point where she's like, I got to try to distract her. Like yeah. I, you know, but she's, she's she really, she's yeah, like, so you. like, what do you do? And I'm like, Oh, I, I'm a lawyer. Um, I met, you know, I met my husband in law school. I'm like, I don't practice law anymore. I have my own business. And I'm, you know, I'm a stand up comic at night. And I swear, swear, I swear to God, her whole demeanor changes. And she leans forward and she's like, you do comedy. Wow. That's amazing. Oh, and I'm like, you hit her button. Oh my God. You found her no, spot. I'm yeah. like, no one's ever been into this before. Like, I'm like, oh, I was, and the minute I became single, I was like, wow. I'm doomed. No one wants to be with a female comic. The yeah. no one, like literally like my male comedy yeah. friends, like I always felt like it, a dude could just jump out of a dumpster with a microphone and women are like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, right. I do comedy and people are like, you seem loud. And then they walk away. Like yeah. guys are not into it. It takes a, a, a guy, a confident guy, strong no, but guy. No, there, they, yeah. It doesn't exist. All my yeah. female comedian friends say the same thing. No, though, it's never, it's, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to be alone forever. Yeah. Like it's over. Or and you just got to get over. somebody who's not in the business, but still, if they're not in the business, they can be a little intimidated by All your presence them. and getting the attention. So I can only imagine. Listen, it's not, I was just like, they literally, when my, husband walked out the door I was like oh that's no. it right? like, and I went through it when I was in law school like I got a really good job out of law school and the minute people found out what law firm I worked at all my guy friends were like good luck dating like and I had a couple guys break up with me over it they're what? you know they're because we, of your law firm yeah, we were and like, because of comedy. Well, in, the, in my, tw you know, guys in their twenties are not the most confident, and they're sure. like, "Well, you make so much more yeah, money than me. I can't true, true. do that." And then the comedy thing, it's like, well. I'm Unless you guys, move to LA, if guys, you move to LA, they'll want you because you're making some money. Oh no, guy, yeah, I don't know. So I kind of was like, okay, I've been through this before. So anyway, so she, I feel like it was like the first time. I, and I know I paid her, but it really felt real. Like I really, I was like, oh my god, I've never yeah, the connection. I've never like, felt like good about what I've been doing, or someone's yeah. attracted to it. And so I stopped crying. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm like, well, and I, I, I like turned into a dude. I totally peacock. I'm like, well, mm -hmm. um, I'm at, I'm at Cobb's Comedy Club next week. I can put you on the guest list. <laughs> so I can get you in if you like comedy. Right, if that's your spot, girl, you can go to a show. She's like, really? <laughs> like, I got you, bitch. <laughs> it's like so, now pass me that one. So embarrassing. So then um, we, like, first of all, first of all, to any depressed woman out there, I highly recommend going to a female hooker. Like, great. I And I when I did it, I swore I wouldn't tell anyone. And then I couldn't hold it in because it was, like, so crazy. And I had a, 
uh, another girlfriend who had gotten divorced and she'd had the same issue with her husband. And she's like, you know what, Liz? She's like, you really should tell this story because when I got divorced, I was sleeping with all these guys to try to feel better. And none of it made me feel better. And this, it never entered my head to do something different. And you went and did this other thing to feel better. And it was like, you should talk about it. And so... Um, it was great. Like, you know what? You know who knows what they're doing? A professional woman. Right, like, they right. know what they're doing. So, all right. all right, ladies, don't listen to that part, fellas. Fellas, we, we got to fight a little harder here. That that battle is getting tougher and tougher to get. And I, I don't know if I if my story has so far like gotten any women to go, but I've had a bunch of women be like, wow. okay, like that, tell me more of it. Yeah, tell yeah. me more. And um. So like after we're, I, after we're done, I go. So you had good conversation, and then and then had a good time. We had a good time, okay. and then um, I'm like feeling so, and and she also she's just like, listen, like you just can't let these guys make you feel bad. Like she just gave me like some wow. food, what I felt like was some real talk. She gave me a pep talk. She's just like. And Vanessa, I, Vanessa. Where's I Vanessa today? Where's she at? I know you search for her Instagram every now and again. Like this bitch still like on Instagram. Where's so, she at? Afterwards, I like to take myself out for sushi. I drink oh, a carafe of sake. I go home. I have like a dance party by myself in my apartment. Uh, and I'm like, I'll, free. I'm like, I'll never tell anyone. And then I, of course, I, you know, go to a show, tell everyone. And um, then the next week, I have the show at Cobb's. And, you know, we got a guest list, whatever. Right. And I, my cousin and her husband say they want to come. And some, like, business people I know say they want to come. And then I just have Vanessa. And I don't have her real name. I don't have her last name. What? I just have, like, Vanessa. And I'm like, well, I don't even feel like I can ask her for her real name. Like, I think that's, that's breaking weird. the code. That's like, you're not supposed what? to do that. Right, right. So I go, um, I message my friend who's also happens to be the booker of Live Nation. And I'm like, hey, I'm just wondering, how strict is the box office because – my prostitute wants to come to the show, but I only have her hooker name, and I really don't want to ask her for the name on her license. And he's like, what the hell is happening? I've only been gone for five days. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, listen, I'll fill you in later. But, like, he's like, I think they're pretty strict. You have to go talk to the box office. So I go to the box office, and I'm like, hey, um, my friend Vanessa is coming, but, like, she might give her ticket to someone else. But anyway, if someone shows up and it's Vanessa, if the name doesn't match the ID, like, let Vanessa in. And, I, yeah. and they're like, what? And I can't be like... Um, my hooker's coming. Right, 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 right. And then, you know, the just don't worry about it. Like, um, it's just, like, you know, kind of confusing. You know how things are. Like, I just throw some word salad at her and, like, right. go back to the green room. And I'm so nervous. And I'm like, okay, and you know what? Probably no one's going to come because, you know, being a comic, you people are always like, I'm coming, I'm coming, and nobody shows up. And then, of course, for this show, everyone shows up. Oh, like, boy. everyone shows up like this. I'm in this, like private women business club and the like um person who does admissions shows up and my cousin who is like so uptight shows up like I cannot I I I don't even know if I want my cousin to see my set never mind like see my prostitute and then I'm like so nervous how high is your anxiety at this point (laughs) I'm so stressed out like I'm so I've never (laughs) been so nervous for a set and then um I do my set. I it went fine. I did forget like one bit, and because I was just so nervous, I had to just stretch like the last minute or whatever. Right. No big deal. And um, I go back to the green room, and my friend, who's the booker, comes in, and he's like, "Okay, uh, well, I walked in to find a lady who looks like a prostitute taking photos of you. 
holding a rose. He's like, and normally I'd have to tell them to stop taking pictures, but I assume this is your prostitute. Holy shit. So the whole green room is like, what? (laughs) And it's an all-female lineup, but this other guy who lives in Vegas now, one of my friends, he just is there just to hang out. And everybody's like, wait, what? And I'm like, okay, guys, like, long story, but I went to a prostitute, and uh, she's at my show now, and then she texts me, and she's like, hey, um... That was amazing. You're hilarious. I brought you a rose. And I'm like, guys, my prostitute brought me a rose. And I, my cousin. complete. I'm like, my cousin is here. And I can't, my cousin, see my prostitute give me a rose. And everybody's like, what the hell is happening right. in your life? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just been a little crazy. Right. But also, you guys should all go to a hooker. And they're right. like, what? Wow. So. I'm like, okay, I can't let my cousin see a lady who looks like a prostitute giving me. She wasn't supposed to wear a prostitute outfit to the club. You know, she's just wearing like her hot pink sweatsuit or whatever, but it's Uh, like. Still look a little. You know. Look a little saucy. Yeah, she still look a little freaky dinky one of the way it wears. Because that's all in presentation. So sometimes the little belly button's out. I'm just like, what? And also, like, my cousin would be horrified by anything. I mean, my cousin is, my family is like so uptight, like Mm. just so uptight. And she's very sweet and she's really nice, but I can't be like, yo, FYI, my divorce got me fucked up and I'm just like going to hookers now. I I can't do that. So I, I go down to find Vanessa in the crowd. Like she's up front to get my rose from her just so I have it before, um, you know, the end of the show. And then everybody in the green room at the end of the show was like, well, we need to see Liz's hooker. So they all piled down oh, to like shit. wait for the wow. was, was she alone? She, no, she was with, so I had given her a plus one. She's with some guy. So maybe it was like oh, a client. I have no oh, idea. Okay. Um, I'm not sure, but whatever, you know, cool. whatever works. And so. Um, not a client. She wouldn't come out <laughs> with a date. It was probably more like just a friend who she, you know, rose with, looks out for a little bit. I didn't care because she told me I was funny and she brought me a rose. So yeah, I don't really care. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm not going to ask I'm questions. I'm done. Right, you know, Vanessa made me feel good. I don't really right. care what else is happening. So how long did you guys have this relationship? No, so that, so that, so that was it. I never okay. really, like, I, I thought about hitting her up again. Also, FYI, the comics, like, run down. I'm like, that's my cousin. That's a prostitute. Do not let these people like in the same <laughs> yeah. area. So everybody's just like thrilled to be running interference. <laughs> and then Vanessa texted me and she goes, you're a goddess. <laughs> and I was like, this is so much better than a husband. Wow. She hit the spot again. She hit the spot again. Shout out to Vanessa, man. But you know what's so crazy <laughs> is I'm like, you know what? Like if I was a guy and I met some girl who was divorced, I'd be like, you know what I'll do? I'll just give her compliments and then I could do anything. But nobody really figured that out. Like I just kept meeting one mean dude after the next. And I'm like, do you know how susceptible I am to compliments? Like you guys are so stupid. I am like so lonely. I am so broken. All I need to hear. And they still fuck it up. Like, and I'm like, but I also know that. I'm better than this shit. Like, I'm like, I'm at my lowest, but the way you guys act is beyond unacceptable. You're going to the wrong bars. Like, I'm like... The wrong clubs or what was it? Wrong city. Wrong wrong city. You were in San Fran, too. Wrong gender. Right, you know. know. (laughs) It sucks. But it's like, I'm like, man, if I 
I was a guy, like all I would do is just walk around being nice to people who just got divorced. Like that's all it takes. No one was nice to me. Like Whoa. no one was nice to Whoa. me. Like it was just so stupid. Fellas, be nice. <laughs> just be nice. Get some ass, okay? It's so be nice, get easy. Some ass. Right. It's just so <laughs> easy. And right. I'm like, you guys are so dumb. I don't understand it. So, um, I, I, I kind of never felt like I needed to hit her up again. I still have one friend who's lecturing me, like, because we're in, uh, he moved out to Vegas, and he's like, yeah, you you just can't, you can't do this again. Like, you can't do it again. Like, right. this is not healthy. You go two times. It's going to be a like, weekly basis you know after what? that. It is healthy. Like, I think <laughs> I feel a lot better from it. Yeah. Um, but I did text him. I was like, uh, is it? I, should I not tell this story on a podcast? He's like, actually, you should tell the story. Yeah, yeah, tell it, of course. <laughs> and so, um, I think there's so much power that comes with speaking <laughs> your truth and living in your truth and being able to transition that truth into power. I and, mean, and I can't it. be the only person who felt that bad. After Somebody is listening to this like, right I can't now. Be the like, only person that felt that too. awful. And the thing is, <laughs> after I got divorced, like, I'm. People just be like, oh, well, you're just super cute, so go out and have fun. And it's like, well, that's just not how it works. Like, yeah. you don't just suddenly feel okay. You don't – it's not about how I look. Like, you got to feel good. Right. And I think what I said to her, I'm like, I just don't have any mojo. Like, I'm like, I just feel awful all the time. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you are going to be holding that rejection, you know, in your body. And then now I look at it because I've been single for two years, a little more, and mm. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that was – completely fucked me up. Like yeah. to be in that kind of relationship yeah. was like, and you don't realize how bad it is yeah. until you get out. And then yeah. you don't realize until years later. So it's like someone just being like, cool, well, you're cute. Just go have fun. Right. It's like, well, you don't really get what you have to dig yourself out of. Right. Um, and how, I, how have you been built? Cause I'm assuming you got to rebuild your confidence and start over. Have there been things that you have been doing or practices that you have that have contributed <sighs> oh to God. you? Because you have, because number one, you have to be confident to go be a comedian to be on stage. So you have to have this certain level of confidence to do that alone. Yeah. So are there anything else that you're doing? I mean, that's I think I'm up? like wired to be a confident person, but you know, it doesn't matter how confident you are, things can fuck you up. Sure. Um, so doing comedy, I when that whole all that stuff happened, especially with the screenshots, uh, doing comedy was the only place I could like take control over what was happening, right? Because I could talk about it on stage right. and I could find something funny in it. But it was like, I got that 10 minutes a day to take control of it. And then right. other than that, I was like right. shattered. Right. And then, you know, I, I work out, I, you know, you just kind of, it's like you, you make a little progress, you go back, right. you make progress. It, and everyone who'd been through a divorce was like, it just takes time. It just right. takes time. And then after two years, you kind of stop measuring all the milestones and mm. feel better. But really, um, the pandemic hit, San Francisco shut down, and on a whim I moved to Vegas, right. and now I'm not around any reminders of it, right? right? Like there's, I was still in the same apartment that we moved into together. Oh, wow. So You had to get the fuck out no, of No, because San Francisco, you have a rent-controlled apartment, right? He oh. walked out, and I'm like, I can't give up this amazing, I had an amazing apartment. Oh, right. I get that too. So you're you like. You took a big ass leap, girl. So I'm Leaving like, that. I'd been in San Francisco <laughs> 20 years, I'd been in the apartment for 13 years. Yeah. I redecorated it after he moved out, but once everything shut down, then literally you're just looking at the ghosts of like Damn. moving in with someone, yeah. and, and then you know there's no one around to hang out with. Everything I did How was long were gone. There? 
in in that apartment. Th- I was there 13 years, and we were there to get. Yeah. We moved in there together. Yeah. yeah. Shit, you had to get the fuck on. Yeah. This pandemic probably had a. That's, yeah, that's a good thing. Me, yeah. Yes, literally. Because <laughs> yeah. how hard would it have been for you to leave? I wouldn't have left and, because there. also I had like there was so much comedy in San Francisco, right. so. I could just go do a lot of sets every night. And oh, I'm so happy for you. Now. And so <laughs> I, then when that was gone, I was like, there's no reason for me to be here. Right. And then the funniest is I did a set about my divorce and the screenshots at punchline one time. And this girl came up to me after the show and she's like, Hey, I, I just want to thank you for talking about that. I'm going through a divorce right, right now. She's like, mine's nothing like yours, but it was clear that was all real. And I just want to thank you for being really vulnerable. And she's like, I don't want to be weird, but would you ever want to get lunch? Oh, snap. So we became friends and we would talk about our divorce and she was living out in the suburbs where she had lived with her husband. So the, when the pandemic hit, one of my friends put the idea in my head. He's like, Hey, my boyfriend and I are looking at moving to Vegas. And the next day I had lunch with her and I was like, would you ever want to sublet a place in San Francisco? Mm -hmm. And because she's now single, oh. so she's now subletting my place. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so she's subletting my place. And then I became friends with the girl, one of the girls from my TV. And she was like, he's a piece of shit. She's like, he's, you know, <laughs> he doesn't care about anyone. He's terrible in bed. His dick doesn't work. Like, you, like, fuck that guy. Right, right, right. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, all these, like, Every weird... girl needs that friend. He's like, girl, fuck him. But, like, she shit. just she just found me on a Zoom show <laughs> wow. and, you know, found me wow. making fun of him. So um, that all came out of, like, talking about it on stage. Nice. And then I moved to Vegas and then, you know, it's friendly. It's different scenery. Right. Like, it's just really fun living here. Nice. So, yeah. And how long have you been here, though? So I've been here since August, so, like, six nice. months. Nice. That's yeah. dope. I'm yeah. so excited. New chapter, new moves, new life. So many hookers here. So many hookers here. You're in hooker heaven. It's too much time to have access to, you know what I'm, I'm going to do. I'm always like, you know what? Like, my personal life's a train wreck. I don't even date <laughs> yeah. or anything, but I'm like, you know what? I am in the right state. You are in, in the case state. Go it's back. like 1,300 Vanessa's out here, girl. <laughs> and someone's like, are you doing it again? I'm like, I need to find someone as emotionally supportive as Vanessa and as good a wish. I don't know if anyone could live up to Vanessa, but like, the, the option is there. Right. So. You know Vanessa's at the house watching this right now. Like, <laughs> she'll never find another me, bitch. She's, You'll never find another me. You know what? I'm, I'm, with, I'm with her on that. She's great. <laughs> I love it. So more, more about you. I mean, obviously, you know, you've got an interesting story. You've been through a lot. Uh, I always find it uh, captivating to find strong-minded people that can overcome um, you know, trauma that can overcome these milestones and still put the best put, foot forward. And as you can obviously see, you're making a difference in other people's lives by sharing your story. I mean, I'm not so. sure I'm putting my best foot forward, but... Whether you realize it or not... <laughs> I'm putting a foot forward. Well, he, well here, here's the point, though. Here's the point in that, is a lot of times we don't want to give ourselves the credit that we're putting our best foot forward, but we are. Because I mean, we're only capable of giving yeah, what we can. Yeah, you can only do what you can do. So. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, there were just, things just took a lot of left turns yeah. uh, after the divorce. So, yeah, I know you just do what you can. Yeah. Um, but the move was really good. And um, I just try to, like, spend my time with good people. Yeah. And um, no, I'm not dating at all. Like, no, that's you're it. about to be. Go and put your Instagram out there again. <laughs> All the fellas watching this now, like, all right, she new in town. Wait, make sure yeah, you put like, yeah, a good filter yeah. on here. Do I look all right? <laughs> They're gonna be finding you. They're gonna definitely find you out here. So, what's the what's the end game for you? I mean, obviously, you've been ripping stages here and there. Do you see yourself as a touring comic, or do you want to write? You want to go on TV, film? I would. You, you know, I'd love to just tour. I would go. Like, I love going to the most random places. Yeah. Um, just 
no, like work on my writing, work on everything. I just, I love the process. I like how hard it is. Um, yeah, just keep doing it. Wait a minute, pause. She said, I like how hard it is. I just want to take a moment to have a moment of silence for her ex anything, and the, anything that's all the hard. other men struggling right now. Anything that's hard. Anything that's hard. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> so dope. Uh, so you want to continue to write, to create. I yeah. think you're going to, I could definitely see you on television. You've got the personality. You've got, you know, the demeanor. So, you know, definitely keep, keep moving forward. Yeah, no, I do like that now, you know, when I was married and I got into comedy late. Um, I was trying to balance it. Right. So I was trying to get home before he fell asleep, but he was still getting up at six to go to the gym and then to work. So I'd do a set and run home. Yeah. Yeah. How did you leave being an attorney to then doing this? Cause I'm sure that threw a lot of people back too. Well, so I, I still have a, I I have a business doing recruiting for lawyers. So it's great. Like it's more people focused. I can work from anywhere. So, you know, I was in Miami last week and like, uh, was it just like working from a balcony over the ocean? Oh, nice. Like, you know, so I can't. Fellas! Like, Fellas! <laughs> what the fuck? I can bring my laptop anywhere. So, um, <laughs> <My> laptop anywhere. <laughs> and I have my own business, so I don't set early meetings. So nice. I know, like, oh, I'm going to go to the shows and hang out. So I've, I've got a good situation. Yeah, it took me a while. Yeah. And, and practicing law, I just, it was not interesting enough for the hours sure. I was putting in. I was at a big firm. I was kind of on call all the time. Yeah. And, so now, like, if I want to make more money, I can work more. If I want to dial it back, I can dial and it back. And have more time. And just travel. Or yeah. Do some you time. So I have, I have a lot of control over it. So, um, so proud of you. <laughs> so proud of you. That's amazing. That's a hell of a fucking story. Oh, and what you've done and the decisions that you've made to do your shit. Girl, you are motivating. These are, there's hoes at the house right now. Like, girl, yes. Yes. I'm about oh to get God. on the internet. The best is I did, I did a set one time where I talked about Vanessa on stage. And after the show, this woman came up. And she slipped me her card, and she was an escort. <laughs> all the male comics oh, are like, Liz, shit. you're right. our hero. Right. Hey, you know Liz going to be on the show. You know it's going to be some hoes and things, right? Yeah, I mean, book Liz. It's gonna be They're some like, wait, we did not know this was like dire- the direction right, things right. went. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, so, um, yeah, no, it's just been a leg. I've ended up in a lot of unexpected places, and now I don't have to worry about anyone else, right? Like, I can be out late, I can right. make less money and not have to right. pay for his vacations and all right. that stuff. Fuck so that. I'm just starting to see some benefits of being Look single. But hey, there we go. I'm still so lonely. It's okay. You're you're new and in Vegas. That's that's definitely gonna change. And you're a traveling comic, so you can perform wherever. Yeah, uh, LA gets back cracking, you'll have to come to LA, do yeah, some shows out there, yeah. meet some LOs, those guys. So yeah, shit is turning for you. The biggest thing that you've given yourself is confidence and you're building yourself. Once you become, you know, more whole and more solid yourself, which is what's happening now at this time, then once that person that comes, guy or girl, <laughs> to complete paid or unpaid. Paid or unpaid, <laughs> then they'll just compliment the great person you are. Uh, and then that, that's when you'll feel ultimately fulfilled. So that's dope. But I'm telling you, I was listening to the last interview you did and you guys were like, yeah, no ladies, you just gotta be okay with your guys <laughs> doing comedy. And I'm like, try being a girl doing comedy and meeting yeah. a guy who's okay with it. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that exists. Guys have weak, our, our egos, we can be a little sensitive, we can I'm, be a little insecure. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen, but that's okay. I'll figure something. That's smart that's not in the industry. <laughs> because again, you got your own money. You in Miami on your fucking laptop working from the balcony, baby. 
So he doesn't have to be this big, you know, su- yeah. successful entertainer. <laughs> Motherfucker can work at Lowe's. But if he rubs your feet and he but got a hard nice, one, and he got a hard one, girl. Just be as nice as Vanessa. Right. And compliments you? Shit. I know. I'm a sucker for compliments. No one has figured it out. And I tell people, too. I'm like, I don't know. Just compliment me. And they're right. like, yeah. I'm like, just just some compliments. That's all I want. Set them DMs on fire, fellas. Yes. Hey, man, it's been really good getting to know you. I'm so glad we spent some time together. Is there anything that you are working on that's coming up or you want to direct people to watch and continue well, to support Well, let's see. You? I uh, produce a Zoom comedy show every Wednesday, live comedy on Zoom. So if you nice. just go to livecomedyonzoom.com, you can RSVP there. And it's 8 p.m. Pacific and check your junk mail for the link. Cool. Um, so I do that every Wednesday. I'm here and there in Vegas. And uh, my Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok is at Liz Stone Comedy. So, Ooh, yeah. Girl, <laughs> such a pleasure. You know, we met last night at, um, what was the club? The um, We were at no- Notoriety. Notoriety. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Big Irish Jay who gave me the invite. And I met some cool people. And you were definitely one of them. And I was like, oh, man, we got to talk more. I want to get to know more about well, you. Well, thanks for having me. It was super fun. I really appreciate it. Most of Cheers to you, girl. <laughs> Cheers. All right. Give me a good, nice glass, glass clink. A hard one. <laughs> All right. Y'all been tuning into another phenomenal episode of Do Tell with Laugh After Dark. I've been your boy, Charlie Wilson TV. Y'all stop fucking around. Subscribe, like, share, stay tuned. Enjoy the ride. We'll see you next time. Mm. Did you like that? Come on, man. That was a good ass episode, man. Look, I don't want you to miss out on the next one. Take a quick minute. Hit the subscribe button down below. That way you can get a notification. And you don't want to miss out. You don't want to miss out. I'm looking out for you. (laughs) I'll see you guys on the next episode.